Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and a parent of two young adults, one of which is diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. Our topic for this week is disclosure, and um, I really wanted to shed some light on this concept of disclosure. Again, talking with uh, different people in the last, um, well, probably in the last seven to eight years, uh, disclosure is something that comes up a lot. And really, this whole initiative in the work that I do um, and the podcasting is sort of a just a grander scale of disclosure, at least for me as a parent and as an educator. Um, my son does speaking as well, so for him it's a, a lot about sharing his experience. So again, um, more disclosure there, but again at, at, a, at a point and at a place that we feel comfortable with. So I think uh, no matter what kind of forum I'm in, I do get Questions. Educators will ask me, um, when is the right time for a student to know what their diagnosis is? Um, and parents, uh, I think, are feeling the same thing. I think they ask, what do I tell my child? When is the right time to tell my child? And uh, I think it's different for each person. And educators can only do so much, right? I mean, uh, educators can help support and help coach, but they need to follow family uh, family wishes. Um, but for families, I would say uh, it's really important that your child knows um, about themselves and help build that self-awareness. And sometimes, you know, we're not going to use, I think I talked last week about alphabet soup, right? We don't need to talk about the alphabet soup. Uh, but we can talk about differences in learning styles. We can talk about differences in processing information. We can talk about uh, differences in, in processing sensory input. So we can talk about those things, especially when children are younger. Um, and I think educators can do this as well without, um, you know, sort of stepping on letting a child know what their diagnosis is. But what we don't want is a child who is in high school. Uh, senior year, and you know, maybe sees their folder somewhere or sees a document somewhere that says that they're diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome or they're diagnosed with autism or um, ADHD, and they don't know. Uh, and that does happen. And I've spoken to many educators who, you know, know that this student is already 17. Uh, and doesn't know, and they're going to be going into the world. And I feel like that is really a deficit to um, to our students and to our children. So I think it's super important that they know um, they start early to understand who they are and what you know what works for them, what doesn't work for them, what their strengths are, what their challenges are, 
And I think that's true for all children. I think it's true for all of us because then we can come to to all situations um, from a place of awareness. And so, you know, if I know that personally for me, I know that going to right now, it's been a blessing that I haven't had to go to grocery stores uh, that much or to malls. It's They're not my favorite places. So I know that if I need to do that, I'm going to need to set aside a particular period of time. So I know when it's um, holiday time and I'm looking to go, you know, shopping, I know that I can only do probably about two hours and I know that I need to prep myself for it, make a list, and then I can go and then I know I might need to take a break. And after that, I'm kind of done. When I'm done the shopping, I'm done. And I know I have friends who love to shop. I am not that person and they know that. And so then I can share that with them so that, you know, if someone wants me to go out shopping with them, we can either plan very specifically or I can say, no, thank you. You go have fun and we can go do something afterwards. Um, and there are those of you out there listening that know what I'm talking about. So again, that's coming from a place of self-awareness. It's coming from a place of I know where um, I'm going to expend a lot of energy and I can decide how I'm going to expend that energy. And maybe I want to focus it on something else or if I need to expend that energy that's fine. What do I need to do to take care of myself afterwards? And so if I didn't have that background of self-awareness, I wouldn't be able to manage that, right? It would be more challenging for me. I might be wondering, why is, why is the mall so difficult for me? Or why do I not like a lot of people around me, right? So that is a self-awareness and I might be all judgy. This way I can really um, not judge myself about those decisions. And I can think of it more as self-care and being self-aware and advocating for what it is that I need for myself. So um, again, I think when we talk about disclosure, when our kids and students are young, we can do, you know, little bits and pieces. And, you know, um, we might call this partial disclosure, right? So uh, maybe you know, if you're, you see your child getting frustrated that they can't tie their shoe or they can't open that Ziploc bag uh, or they have trouble putting the straw in the juice box, those types of things, um, very tangible, right? We can say, well, I know that one of your friends, you know, seems to not have that challenge. And yes, it might be a little more difficult for you, but don't, you know, don't judge yourself. It's just because maybe you're you know, your, your fingers don't move in exactly the same way and it might be um, a little harder for you to get that done, but we can come up with alternative strategies, right? So let's come up with another way to open up that Ziploc bag. Um, maybe we come up with another way or we keep practicing putting that straw in the juice box uh, or maybe we choose ones that are easier to open. So again, we, we think about it, but when we come from that place of self-awareness, we take, we can kind of diminish, I'm not going to say it's going to all go away, but we can take away some of that, um, you know, judging that we do of ourselves and comparison that we do of ourselves to other people. And we could say, no, this is just how I process, or this is just how I have to do things. And uh, the other person probably has their own set of challenges that they're working through and ways that they need to do different things. So, you know, I think also raising awareness for our kids that everyone has challenges. Yours just might look a little bit different than, than, their, than theirs. 
Um, and maybe they can accommodate a little bit more quickly, or maybe they can change that a little bit more quickly, or maybe um, learn some alternative strategies a little bit more quickly. But I'm willing to bet that there are some things that, you know, other people do better than you and that you do better than they do. So um, I really think it's really important to kind of do that partial disclosure. And then as we move into sort of like those teen years and adult years, I think it's, you know, if, if your child has that self-awareness and is aware of their strengths and their challenges, they can then move that into kind of disclosing to friends and disclosing to family members and being able to share that information in a way that feels safe, in a way that feels comfortable, um, and also from a place of this is who I am and this is what works for me. And while it might be uncomfortable, I think if it's done uh, in a way of, you know, hey, this is who I am. I'm, yes, I'm being vulnerable. Um, but, you know, I find that more often than not, uh, really good friends and supportive family members will understand and will be able to say, oh, okay, uh, maybe I don't understand everything that you're saying, or I might not understand what I might need to do. But thank you for sharing that with me and, uh, and trusting that information with me. And let me know what I can do to help. And let me know what I can do to support you in this. And, you know, now they are armed with more information so that they can then talk to you and understand um, where, you know, where they might be able to help you. And this also carries over into um, schooling. This can carry over into employment. Uh, so, you know, I think the, the topic of disclosure is really an important one. And, and while, yes, it needs to be at each person's comfort level. I also think that um, being able to share about who you are and what it is that your needs are are you know is are really critical to being able to build connection with the people around you, your friends, your family, people you might work with, people that you go to school with, uh, but also help other people understand where you're coming from. And while um, it might be <laughs> it might be an educational curve for other people, and you. Um, might need to teach them a little bit, and uh, it could be frustrating to feel that way. But I think the more we can share and the more we can educate, the better people can start to understand and be able to then, you know, accommodate for other people and be able to not only feel like you have to accommodate for the outside world, but maybe the outside world can start to adjust and understand that, oh, there are lots of differences in the world. And we need to make room for all of that. And I need to better understand how to ask for what someone else might need and what someone else might need for support. So uh, again, I think um, I did an interview yesterday, and uh, you'll be hearing that in um, one of my upcoming podcasts. But you know, she talks about being self-compassionate and being able to be kinder to herself. And I think that's part of why I think disclosure. Uh, is so important. And, you know, being self-aware can then bring more compassion to yourself. And then you can share that with others and trust others and um, be able to be more of who you are and be able to kind of let down a little bit of that work that has to get done, you know, oftentimes. So um, anything we can do to be more compassionate to ourselves um, and help other people understand who we are, I think is always a good thing. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today. 
um, and for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Elia Walsh, and if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. Also, if you join our email list at thespectrumstrategy.com, you can get a code to attend one of my online courses for free. See you next time.